1: Hello and welcome back to Rams Talk Podcast. Uh, We're here today with a little bit of a different preview. Now, apparently it's impossible to get hold of anyone from Barnsley. Um, I I don't know whether they just have no fans. I don't mean that disrespectfully. I could not find anyone. But thankfully, thankfully, out of the ashes, Rose a hero. A man who knows a little bit about everything. A little bit about every team in League One and pretty much everyone in the EFL. Gab Sutton, EFL pundit. How are you, Gab?
2: Hi, Jake. Yeah, great to see you, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me on, and look forward to having a chat.
1: Yes, me too. Me too. Um, so today we're we're looking at Barnsley. I guess um, we were just having a little chat before we we went live about how they've played this season, um, and, and your analysis was they seem to do well against the teams at the bottom and struggle against mm. the teams at the top. Um, why do you think that is?
2: So I think uh, last season Barnsley had um, an incredible manager in Michael Duff and I think the quality of his um, coaching meant that players just developed um, to such an extreme level and um, they had um, a midfielder in in Luke O'Connell who... um, not, you know, not much was necessarily known, certainly in mainstream circles, before the season. He had an outstanding season last year. and This year, not only have they lost um, Michael Duff, obviously, he's gone to Swansea City. Um, and they've brought in Neil Collins, who um, I would say the jury's out on. I think you've got to give him his due for, for the results. Um, I can't say from an outside perspective that I'm wholly convinced by balancing just yet. Um, but they've lost Luke Connell, and he was the one who was so often being the one who, uh, you know, collecting the ball off the defence and pinging the ball to the flanks and, and getting things moving. And that kind of allowed them to sort of bring their wide combinations into the game so well last season. And we're not entirely sure why Luke connell has been, uh, been absent. There's a lot of speculation about it, which, um, uh, you know, yeah, anything anything to do with um sort of mental fitness or anything like that but uh, i don't want to sort of indulge too much on that yeah because, yeah, yeah of course uh, you know we, we we don't know but it is a, it has been a little bit ambiguous should we say um but i think um yeah i i think i think that's obviously had an impact as well as duff leaving um and um yeah i i think As a result, they've kind of had enough quality to see off the lesser sides in this league because they've got Devante Cole, who's been a really strong goal scorer for them this season. They've still got some quality in midfield, even without Connell. um, And and it's a good League One squad. Um, But I think when they've come against their better sides, they've kind of been found wanting because they've not got got their key man and they've not got probably the, the manager they had last season.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you, you touched on that. I'm just looking through the fixtures here. I mean, they've got some ridiculous results. I mean, you remember the 7-0 against Port mm. Vale um, yeah. right at the start of the season. But when they've played, let's say, the better teams, I mean, lost 3-1 to Peterborough. And that was mm. just before we batted Peterborough and, and Peterborough were awful that day. Um, mm. Lost 3-1 to Oxford, lost 3-2 to Portsmouth, lost 1-0 to Blackpool. It seems that every time they play a team that, that that's near the top of the table, they they seem to struggle. I mean, what would you say the difference between the old manager and the new manager is? Um,
2: well, I think in terms of formation, it's been the same. Uh, Neil Collins has tried to sort of minimise the disruption in in one sense, going for the 3-5-2. And I do think it's been a big problem for them not having um, Connell at the base of midfield, because as much as, and I, I appreciate I've mentioned him earlier, but as much as he's a really good ball player, he also... Uh, um, Covers the ground really well as well, um, so in two senses they're missing their playmaker and they're missing, you know, almost the ball winner. You know, at times in terms of someone who's got that tenacity. So, I think that's going to have a hit. Um, in terms of Neil Collins, I'm I'm just not sure that I've seen the same. Um, Patterns of play from Barnsley, um, uh, as I did under Michael Duff. Um and I do wonder if a lot of the results have come down to individual quality a bit more. So um, I still think the jury's out on Neil Collins. He's obviously earned himself some um, some time because of the results that he's delivered. Um, but yeah, I think they've got um, they, they've got a point to prove.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I've, I've just got the stats up in front of me and, and one that caught my eye straight away. I know XG doesn't mean everything, but they've got an XG of 21 and they've scored 31 goals. Now, that's that's quite a massive gulf between those two numbers. Mm. And you can usually tell sort of how good a team is by, you know, how good their XG is. And it's not an amazing xg but they've scored a lot of goals and, and Devante cole's a big part of that he's scored 11 second top scorer is callum styles on three do you think they might be a little bit reliant on him to score the goals
2: um yeah i think possibly um I look at um, some of the games they've had this season, where Cheltenham away, for example, they played Cheltenham quite early in the season when they had Wade Elliott as manager. Um, I remember watching the extended highlights of that one, and Cheltenham were very much the better side in the first half, Um, and in the second half, Barnsley was sort of improved, and then they kind of took their chances. Um, But again, there was a difference in quality in centre forwards. There's also been examples of they've played Burton Albion and. The the win there was more about Burton just not turning up on the night as opposed to dancing necessarily being great. Um, they went they went at Wigan when um, Wigan redu- reduced to ten men after ten minutes. And, uh, Northampton they won at when Northampton don't really have a clinical centre forward and Balsley do. So um, again I come back to the point of individual quality. I think that's. Um, been quite big for Barnsley this season. And, it you know, you often assume that if a team's high up in the league, it's because they've played well, you know, really well collectively. And it's not always necessarily the case. Um, and I feel like, yeah, Barnsley's position of fifth is maybe a bit of a red herring.
1: Well, can you see any similarities? It was interesting, I was thinking when you were speaking then, you know, I can remember a team last season that relied very much on individual quality. They had a, a lad called David McGoldrick up front. And of course, that's Derby. Um, mm. McGoldrick hitting 22 goals in the league. And I think that was a little bit of a red herring on, on the ability of the team. And I think the start of this season has kind of shown that. Do you see similarities between last season's Derby team and this season's Barnsley team? Um Possibly, yeah.
2: Uh, I think... Um, in terms of uh, Derby, I feel like it's probably more because they've got um, quite an ageing squad, I guess, and um, I feel like there's you're missing uh, a little bit of that balance, and I think that's probably true of this season as well. Um, in terms of you want the proven quality, but you also want a bit of youthful exuberance, or even some PK performance, as opposed to players who were brilliant in the championship five years ago, um, which is, seems to be uh, a big part of Derby's sort of recruitment strategy. Um, I think with Barnsley they probably do prefer younger players, Um, so a bit of a difference there, but I, I definitely can see the parallel that you're referring to for sure.
1: Yeah, sorry, I'm not giving you any easy ones today, mate. It's <laughs> difficult questions only. Um, and, and to touch on some of the players, I mean, we've spoken about a couple of the players already. Devante Cole being the big one, he's sort of the big danger, man. I'm just having a look through at their highest-rated players this season. And the, the man that's at the top is Herbie Kane. Now, when we hmm. played Barnsley at Barnsley last season, they obliterated us. It, it's probably the best I've seen a team play against as maybe Bar-Ipswich in a long, long time. I mean, how good is he?
0: Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: Yeah, I think with Herbie Kane it depends on the role. So I was actually at Barnsley's game against um Oxford in uh, back in August. And obviously because of the absence of Connell, which we've mentioned earlier, um Kane was playing at the base of midfield and it doesn't really suit him. I think Kane likes to play further up the pitch, um and he certainly doesn't have the mobility to sort of cover the ground. But I think once you put him in a, a freer, more advanced role, I think he can really come to the fore because he's he's good on either foot. And I think he's got the um the sort of the agility to to sort of almost deceive opponents that way where, you know, you think he's gonna go one way and then he can go the other. Um, and he can sort of unlock unlock doors that way. Um, and he can put in a really good delivery as well. And last season his comp- Liam Kitching, who's now gone to Coventry, and um and Nikki was was really important. Um so yeah, I think I think Herbie Kane's a, a big player for Barnsley, and I think in the right role he can be um yeah, top league one midfielder.
1: Yeah, it's, it's some good points. I'm just also having a look. Um the, the second highest rated player is a, a lad called Nicky Cadden, and then you've got Liam Roberts. I mean, do you know much about either of those?
2: Uh, yeah, I think Liam Roberts is a good shot stopper. Um, so um, I remember watching him at Northampton a couple of seasons ago, and um, you know he's certainly able to get across for things. And um, uh, I think actually in the Oxford game uh, that I watched, he was probably responsible for stopping the scoreline being a bit uh, more emphatic. So um, I think he was. Uh, yeah, I think he's a good goalkeeper for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um and, and I guess, yeah, just to sort of I finish off a little bit on, on Barnsley, um, what's their biggest weakness? What would you say is 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 causing them the most issues and, and what can derby do to really get at that and, and get a result? Um
2: well I think for a long time lack of experience in defence has been an issue, although they've got a lad called Mail De Gevinier who actually had a terrible debut against Oxford. Um uh, and he got ta- he made, gave away a penalty and made a few errors and then got taken off uh, first half, I think it was. Um, and then actually more recently he's kind of matured. So maybe the defence isn't as big a problem for Barnsley as maybe it looked like it would be earlier in the season. Um, yeah, again, I, I sort of come back to the, to the obvious thing of not having Luke Connell as well. I think that's um, a big weakness. Connell did actually manage... Um, a substitute appearance against Horsham in the FA Cup last time out. Uh, But they're not expecting him to start. And while John Russell has sort of done okay for balance at the base of midfield, he's just a bit more limited, certainly in terms of ability. So, um, yeah, I would probably say if you can attack um, quickly... I mean... The, the what um Peterborough did and uh, and maybe Oxford as well was um, attack quickly down the flanks um, and I think that can be uh, a way of getting at Barnsley because they obviously like their wing backs quite high up and then you're forcing the centre back the wide centre backs into awkward positions so
1: um, possibly that yeah. So hopefully that should play right into our hands then. So that's uh, that's good news. And I guess, uh, sorry, I said last question. I've got one more question yeah. um, and it's about Devante Cole. I mean, 11 goals to assist this season. It's, it's a decent start, not a bad start at all for where we are. How did Derby stop him?
2: Devante Cole. Um, I think the, the thing about Devante Cole is that although he's got the um, you know the physical minerals to be um, uh, a real sort of relentless presser, he's more he's a bit more erratic. Where um, when he goes, he really will go, but he's not necessarily someone who's at it all game. So last season, Vancey had um, James Norwood up top, and he was someone who was at it all game um and that kind of has an influence on the rest whereas cole isn't like that i suppose they have brought in john, um, john mcatee who is a bit more of a pressing monster but that's probably his limitation um in terms of how you stop him um i guess mark, mark him tightly i guess <laughs> 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 that's, that's your best chance. sounds easy enough like. <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, very simple, yeah.
1: <laughs> and whilst you're at gap um well actually let's get your score prediction what what do you reckon how's it going to go uh, i'll go for a 2-2 two, two draw 2-2 two, two draw Oh, I think Derby need a win, you know. <laughs> I think we really need a win. I'm going to say a 2-1 win. And whilst you're here, whilst you're here, I might as well ask you about Derby a little bit. I'm, I'm, yeah. I think we've got a couple more minutes, couple more minutes of time. Sure. I, I'm just interested in your opinion on, on Derby season so far. I mean, I've seen some of the tweets you put on and I, I agree with pretty much every single one of them. Um, what have you made to Derby so far and what have you made of Paul Warren?
2: Yeah, I um had a feeling before the season that um yeah w I wasn't quite sure that it was the, the right fit. Um and that was actually why I didn't put Barnsley um Barnsley. Genk, it? <laughs> I didn't put Derby in my top two over Bolton and Portsmouth who were in my top two. Um Because I wasn't sure how um, Warren's style, both from a man management and motivational point of view, and from a stylistic point of view, would translate to managing a bigger club. Um, The fit felt a little bit wrong for me. And um, I've not seen loads to really change my mind, to be honest. Uh, you OK, you've had some some dominant displays against Exeter and Northampton, and I suppose you've got to give Warren uh, some credit for, for, for those. And obviously, Max Bird seems to be thriving in that more um, advanced role, and Mendes Lang's having a great season. And Cashin's obviously um, a top league one centre-back. Um, but I still think at the moment the playoffs is probably the best Derby can hope for, and that's probably where I see you finishing
1: yeah yeah same here <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately um but no good to get your assessment gab um well thank you very much for coming on uh, especially at quite late notice you you've genuinely saved me otherwise we'd have had the worst preview of all time of me just talking to myself for uh, for a long time which no we one couldn't one be did. having that <laughs> no we could not be having that could not be having that um where can people find you gab
2: uh yeah, so uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gabsert, and uh, I've got a show called EFL Debate where I chat. Um, where well, I dedicate an hour apiece to the Championship, League One, and League Two. So the Championship's is five thirty on Wednesdays, League One seven on Wednesdays, and League Two seven thirty on Thursdays. Um, yeah, we chat about all things um to do with those leagues. Um, and then I also sort of. T- tweets, sort of opinion starters um, and sort of match reactions on the, on my account as well. Um, and I also write for various different um, various different outlets as well. So you can find all that on Twitter at Gab Sutton and for the hashtag EFL debate.
1: Legend. Yeah, I think you worked for pretty much everyone at this point. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've, I've worked for
2: part. MI7, <laughs> <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> HMRC, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> brilliant stuff thank you very much gab Uh, I really really do appreciate it yeah cheers
2: Jake thanks for having me mate
1: so that was gab Sutton who uh stepped in quite literally at the last minute he's about to go do a show um uh, well it's quarter past five right now and he he goes live in about five ten minutes so yeah thank you very much to gab for uh coming on at the last minute um and yeah for, for future episodes if you do know anyone um associated with the club any content creators that you like Get him in contact with us and we'll get them on as much as we can uh, we've never had this problem before so uh yeah it's strange me just sitting there talking to the camera but i've done a little bit of a deep dive on on barnsley and, and how they've played so far this season i mean the way that they play they seem to play through the middle they don't put many crosses in in fact they've put in fewer crosses than than pretty much every other team in the league um they don't seem to press that high they don't seem to win the ball very much but they are a really strong defensive unit with the uh the third best defense in the league so it's uh, certainly going to be an interesting game, to say the least. Um, yeah, I think Paul Warren needs to win more than anything. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, if, if you did enjoy, uh, please do leave a like, uh, leave us a rating. Uh, subscribe again if you want to get involved you can join us on friday It's a friday what am i talking about you can join us on sunday uh, at 7 p.m and uh yeah we're, we're on every sunday we always have a, a decent panel of, of lads on and yeah you can give us your comments and then you can get involved with the show and we'll shout you out when you you say something as long as it's good uh we'll give you a shout out and yeah use your discussion points to fuel the show um so yeah Thank you very much for listening. As I said, please do give us a good rating if you did enjoy. Um, Thank you so much to Gab for for coming on at such late notice. And, yeah, up the Rams. Let's get there on Saturday, support the team, and, uh, yeah, let's make it a good one. Cheers.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery.